We are Artist Uprising. We have started a movement. Call it a revival for arts and entertainment. Call it a renaissance or united belief. That creativity should be undoubtedly expressed in a way that shapes culture for the better. That artists should have the resources they need to do the work that runs through their veins. And with the gathering of resources, we will one day abolish the phrase, starving artist. Day and night, the movement does not cease, for creativity never sleeps. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Artist Uprising podcast. I'm your host, Ketch Smith. On today's episode, we have another one of our top 25 creatives of DFW, Haley Ryan. Haley is such a fun person to be around and to talk to, and her work is so incredible. She is an artist and painter and art teacher here in Dallas. We met up at Common Desk, and Haley shared her story on getting into art, selling her first piece of work, how her life has changed over the years, her band, and everything she's doing now. And also, there's a really exciting announcement that she makes in this episode, which was not intended, but she did anyways. And it was just such a good time chatting with her, getting to hear her story and talk about everything that she's passionate about and what she's doing. Thank you so much for listening. Here is my conversation with Haley Ryan. And most people don't know, but Haley Ryan, Ryan's my middle name. Really? Mm-hmm. What is your last name? My last name is Yale, like the university. Hmm. I'm an art teacher, and so the students call me Miss Yale, and then they get really confused when they see me out in public. <laughs> and you're Haley Ryan. Uh-huh. And then their parents are like, why do you call her Miss Yale, not Miss Ryan? Yeah. Nobody knows. Interesting. Why did you choose to do that? Because... Go by Haley Ryan. If I ever get married... um. I'm single. I like <laughs> long walks <laughs> on the beach. Um, then I won't have to change, you know, everything that I've ever worked ah, for. That so makes total sense. Yeah. Haley Ryan art is, can that always makes sense. be there. Haley wow. Haley Ryan, my You business. really thought that one through. I don't know. I had some like weird wisdom at like yeah. 16. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. And my dad, he, he chose my middle name. So I was kind of always he always calls me Haley Ryan so oh, really? it just felt natural I guess that's cool yep did you grow up here in Dallas I did yeah I grew up in Irving actually really yeah so not too far yeah and then I moved to Oak Cliff like almost 10 years ago I've lived a few other places like in the middle of those 10 years but uh-huh. now Oak Cliff really feels like home so you've always been in Dallas the area yeah, well, I've lived other places, but okay, it's like my base, I guess. Yeah. I lived yeah, yeah. in North Carolina for a bit. I lived in Bend, Oregon. I lived oh, in really? Spain most recently. Wow. Um, love to travel. So, what were you doing in all these different places, or why did you go to the? Um, go there? North Carolina was. It was like for a church thing when I used to be a part of church. Okay. Um, and I had some friends that like pretty much needed help yeah and then uh bend oregon also they were i had some friends starting a nonprofit for all the when the economy crashed in 2008 gotcha it like hit the middle class there harder than almost any Hmm. place in the united states and so we went up there and it's so beautiful also so we were like helping people but also 
Helping ourselves <laughs> yeah. be happy in nature yeah. and drinking the best beer and coffee yeah. you've ever had. And oh my God, Ben That Oregon. sounds awesome. Yeah. And then I moved to Spain because when I started teaching art, I met this group of Spaniards here in Dallas, uh-huh. Oak Cliff actually. And um, I traveled with them to Spain that first summer and I like fell in love really? with it. And um, I saved my money the next year and I moved there the following year. And I, wow. I taught um, English, but I also like didn't have to work super a lot, yeah. and I just traveled and was got so inspired. And it's whenever I moved back here from Spain that I like went part time teaching. I because I was teaching art uh-huh. full time, but I was didn't have any time to paint, or and I was yeah. so drained. Any teacher out in the world would would understand yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, so after that, I was like, it's time. Yeah. It's time to stop wasting time. And I went part time, got a teaching job two blocks from my house in Oak Cliff right now. And, uh, the rest is kind of history. Yeah. Yeah. Did you grow up like painting and and being into art? Yeah. Drawing all the time. Yeah. My mom loves to tell the story of me like drawing on the walls and like she would obviously be furious but now like yeah. people pay me to do that <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's yeah. awesome i sold my first drawing in like ninth grade i think really yeah i and i always loved people yeah and my teachers could never understand why i wanted to draw people because they're so hard and right. most kids they don't it's their least favorite thing to draw yeah but i don't know i've always loved people and faces and there that's you crazy go. yeah were your parents creative like did they my dad, well, first of all, my parents love music. Okay. So I think, like, that's where I get my musical side. Um, yeah. My, so, anyways, that, we can talk about my band later, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and then my mom, yes, yeah, she is a really good artist. She didn't really draw much when I was a kid, but she told me that she used to when she was a kid. Mm. And my grandfather actually uh, used to draw their portraits, the kids' portraits. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, he passed away when I was nine, but he always told me, um, like he was my biggest fan. And so anytime I would draw, I would give him my artwork and my, um, like a reason why I think my parents supported me in art, because it's a scary thing to support your kid. Right, in. Yeah. And they were like, you're sure you don't want to <laughs> be a nurse? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm scared I'm of that. Sure. Um, but when my grandfather passed away, he made my mom promise that she would let me really be an artist and to support wow. me and like that to believe in me and that I could do it. Yeah. And so. That's yeah. awesome. So I think in the scary yeah. times when they're like, are you going to make it? Which I'm doing fine now, but it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's a rough road. Yeah. They, they did. Yeah. So, so did you have like a. What was your plan like when you were like graduating from high school? You're like going to go to college. Did you have where you're like, okay, I'm going to go and be a nurse or, you know, pursue something other than art and kind of have art as like a hobby? Or were you like, no, art's going to be my full time thing and I'm just going to, I'm going to make it work? I mean, through high school, I was extremely involved in art, extremely. But I was a little nervous about making a living at it yeah and I thought maybe I should do something more stable and so um, nursing kind of was 
like in the back of my mind, but I felt no connection to nursing yeah. at all. I think I chose nursing because I liked babies or something. <laughs> and like, I thought I can hang out with babies yeah. or something, but that's not what a nurse does. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. They don't hang out with babies all day. So, um, I just realized, you know, this isn't my calling and yeah. I'm glad that I had that support and that foresight, I guess, to follow my dream, even though it was scary, you know? Yeah. And I was like, and for a long time, people wanted me to be an art teacher. And I never wanted to be an art teacher mm. because I wanted to make art. Right. And now I do teach art and I love it. But it is, it was something that came much later. And I think that gotcha. it's, it's like happened for a reason. And it has kind of propelled me into the next phase of my art. Yeah. I will not always be an art teacher, but it has like done a job for me and it has been equally inspiring and it's touched on my love of like community and neighborhood and giving yeah. back um while still like honoring art and, yeah. and passing yeah. it down to kids and stuff but when i first got out of college i was just an artist and i was a very poor person yeah yeah and i lived with a lot of people and it was after i um moved home from Oregon that I was like, I'm probably going to have to, <laughs> you know, get a job here. Yeah. And, yeah. and so being an art teacher was a perfect mix of it. Gotcha. And it has led me down a really beautiful path. Yeah. And um, I'm really thankful for teaching and, uh, and I'm really thankful for teachers. And um, anyways. Yeah, that's guess, awesome. Yeah. How long have you been doing art or making art? I, I like can't, I can't professionally. Remember. Okay. Well, I sold my first painting in ninth grade. Okay. So I don't think I was a professional in ninth grade, but I did sell. My, I started yeah. selling work then. Yeah. And and um, and then I would say, I would say that I feel like my career started whenever I, um, probably in about two thousand eight. So, okay. Shoot, yeah. That's getting up on twelve <laughs> years. <laughs> Can you see any grays in my hair? Am I fine? You're um, great. Yeah, okay. you're good. I'm gray? Good. Oh. Great. Okay. That's what I said. Okay. You're great. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when it, it was kind of whenever I, I guess it was kind of whenever I started becoming an art teacher yeah. because I, it made me kind of grow up. It made me realize that, like, if you want to be an artist, like, you have to take steps towards doing that and making it yeah. real for yourself. And so I was teaching during the day and trying to come home and paint at night. Mm. And it was really hard and it was really draining. And I think that, you know, after I moved to Spain, like I mentioned before, I just got so inspired. And I, I realized that people out there are making, they're living their life in a lifestyle that they really want to. And you're mm. allowed to do that. Yeah. And it's terrifying sometimes to make those steps, but like you can't fill up all of your space of your time and your life and then expect for you to have time and energy for the things you care about. Right. You have to make space. And like that has been a huge theme in my life, um, especially in regards to art and music. Like you have to make space for yeah. the things you care about. Yeah. And so when I moved home from Spain, I was like, I'm either going to be a full-time artist or I'm going to look for a part-time position. And there was only one part-time position and it was five minutes from my house. And I was like, 
that's a sign. And as soon as I made space for it, everything snowballed. Yeah. Like everything snowballed because you just, you have to give yourself op- an opportunity. You have right. to give yourself a chance. And I, um, you know, we, I've learned recently, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts <laughs> um, of really inspiring people. Yeah. And I also have the greatest best friend ever, um, Amanda Page. And she, we keep each other accountable about, you know, staying true to what we care about and yeah. making our dreams come true. And you you bet on yourself. I mean, that, and that's mm. not in a cocky way like right. at all. It's just like, how can, how can you expect someone else to bet on you right. if you're not betting on yourself? Yeah. So I went part-time and I've been doing part-time for about six years. And I think that I may be reaching my end of my uh, teaching career really? because I'm capped out on time and space. Yeah. And so you can't just stay like that or right. it'll explode. Right. Um, so I'm feeling a big, wow. a big change coming that on. That is crazy. Yeah. Yep. So it's kind of like gone in full circle. I yeah. started as a full-time artist, you know, not doing so hot. And then I went full-time teaching right. and then traveled a bit and then went part-time teaching. And now I think I'm yeah. transitioning out. So, so what does your schedule look like right now? Like with you part-time? Nope. You don't want to know about that. It's, I do. It's too much. It's crazy. It's a lot. Yeah. Like you're always, always going. Yes. And I, um, yeah. And it's funny because when I get to school, cause I teach, uh, t- Wednesdays, Thursdays and every other Friday I okay. rotate. And when I get to school, the other teachers are like, so what are you doing? What you at your time off? You like watching movies and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are a joke. Yeah. Um, no, I'm usually painting a mural somewhere or painting a commission some like yeah. for someone. Um, maybe like doing a podcast or something. Yeah. Um, I just moved this weekend and Lord almighty, I'm tired. <laughs> um, so, yeah, running around a lot. Yeah. I've been traveling a little bit more with my murals, which is really nice. It's kind of a dream for me. That's cool. Yeah, I um, I'm hoping to continue that and it to be yeah. more of a regular thing, um, which is probably a reason another reason I'll have to stop teaching. Yeah. Um, but will that be hard for you to like make that decision to like? Yes, I've been feeling like I should make this decision for three years. Really? And I have not been able to because wow. I love my students and yeah. my families so much in my neighborhood, Oak Cliff. Um, it's just a really special place, yeah. and I've put put roots there, kind of. And um, Bobby Sardell was on the last podcast, yeah. and I teach his kids, so he's probably not enjoying hearing this. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. hard because teaching is like, I think ten percent about your subject matter, and like ninety percent about relationships yeah. and neighborhood, and so that's the hard part. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. but you, that's the scary thing that I was talking about before. I mean, whenever I was full-time teaching, it was terrifying yeah. to go part-time because I was like, what? how am I going to make yeah. another half right. of my income? And yeah. so I, I, you just, you got to listen to yourself or yeah. you'll explode. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, wow. and I'm in this band that I really care about. And yeah. we're like, you know, 
we rehearse and write music and play and we're trying to record our second album right now and um it's just you know you can't do everything yeah and i think that it's really admirable that people try to do everything but i think it's because we're growing up and we're trying to figure out what we really care about and what really matters and you should experiment with all kinds of things and Mm. try to anything that piques your interest you know um and then start whittling it down kind of you yeah. know because it just gets too full so yeah i think that art and music are they're my things yeah but uh i think there are ways to tie in like i r- love community and neighborhoods and right. i also love travel so i think there's like yeah. interesting ways that it all ends up fitting together but at first you're like i'm doing nine million things so that i can do everything <laughs> i am interested in <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's crazy, though. Like, scary and exciting that all these things, like, you have all this, so you have to make a decision, like, am I going to keep doing this? When do you think you'll make that decision? Well, I mean, I don't want to make a public announcement. Sure, yeah, yeah. Not that anyone cares if I'm going to be a teacher or not, but I probably this is my last year. Yeah. So it will be, I'll finish in summer or may oh, I, really? I actually don't know what oh. the last day of school is wow yeah, that's so crazy i'm gonna need some health insurance so okay if you i'll keep my ears open good okay <laughs> um, um what's your favorite thing about making art oh my well that's a good question um <clears throat> i think a huge part of it, which is strange because I think a lot of people make art and music because of themselves. But I think one of my favorite parts of it is how it, like, is how it engages me with other people mm-hmm. um, and the conversations that it starts. And um, my best friend and I were just talking about this because she's the lead singer of our band, um, Sister. We love connecting with people and like being goofballs and stuff and like um all of that just as much as like writing music and like the lyrics that come out are obviously very important and like the music of it is a huge passion but like what happens and the connections you make with people because of it is like just as important if not more and i would say that you know i've been painting since i was a kid and so the craft of it obviously intrigues me and engages me exponentially you know how paint moves across a canvas and mixing colors and layers Mm -hmm. and all that you know but it's the the concept and how it the conversations it starts with people that is like i think why i keep doing it yeah obviously yeah i mean and uh my my paintings are a lot about memory and nostalgia and how it relates to people and their stories and keeping memories alive that like should just be dead probably or like a picture that's like lost in someone's photo album somewhere but you don't look at it all the time obviously or you don't talk about that memory all the time and maybe it wasn't a super special memory but like and um so when people look at my paintings hopefully they're like who's this yeah. What's happening here? Yeah. Why is this empty? 
Oh, you couldn't remember that part? Oh, interesting. But yeah. you remember this part? Why did you remember that part? You know? Yeah. And like, uh, w- why do we remember certain things over other things? Right. And I think hopefully that would lead people into a, you know, a deeper questioning about like, what do we pay attention to? Yeah. What do we try to remember? Hmm. Why do we take pictures at concerts and stuff yeah you know and then like you never look at it right why don't you just like stand (laughs) in the concert and really try to remember it yeah take a little mental picture um and maybe our brains aren't even like capable we can't remember everything obviously but it's interesting what we hold on that is very interesting Yeah. yeah so if you were to paint a memory what would be the most realistic parts and what would be flat colors and yeah. it would be totally empty because you can't remember any of it right because <laughs> you didn't care about that right. part wow yeah so i have a That's show very interesting. i have a show coming up on um february 22nd at neighborhood and bishop arts okay um and i haven't shown my paintings in a while i used to be a part of a gallery in bishop arts a few years ago but um i stepped away from it and I haven't shown my paintings in a while. So um, there are, s- it's kind of about this subject. It's always kind of about this subject, but in um, particularly the missing pieces and the color blocks yeah. and the flattened spots that, you know, I remember the color of this or whatever. And even if I'm looking at a picture or a photo, it's interesting because I'll go find the photo because I n- remember that that stuck out to me. Yeah. And then it's interesting what how my memory of it compares to the photo that I look at. So right. I actually try to paint it with, like, you know, I try to look at the faces and make them realistic from the photo, but I won't paint everything realistic. Mm. I'll paint it, how, like, to yeah. be true to my memory. Right. Um, so if you're around. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah, well, that's, that's a awesome. food for thought. I'll <laughs> see you guys later. Yeah. Uh do you have any goals or any exciting things for 2020? Well, I think 2020 is a year of transition for me. Yeah. And um, I was really feeling it at the end of 2019, feeling pretty scared about 2020 really? and excited. I yeah. mean, just changes, big changes are just, right. you know, something that are, they go deep and they yeah. take. They take time and you try to be gracious and wise about them. And um, yeah, I think I just moved into a house. I bought my first house. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so, and I'll be working from home now, which is kind yeah. of like, wow, I have like a studio in my house. But yeah. also like, oh my God, I have a studio <laughs> in my house. So um, working from home, I think will be an interesting yeah. thing for 2020. Um, but I think that transitioning out of teaching is going to bring a lot more opportunities and surprises that I don't really know about right. that I want to be open to. And I'm excited to have space for all the things that, you know, I think are right. seeds and that are transitioning. I think that um, the music in our lives, Amanda, Amanda Page in my life is my best friend. Mm-hmm. We like do everything together. Um but we want to, like, we're taking our music a lot more seriously this year, trying to record the second album, but the music is, like, way, and not that the first album wasn't thoughtful, but, you know, you yeah. just grow in your craft and stuff, and we're, 
trying to take that more seriously. So that's a big goal. What's your band called? Sister. Sister. Mm-hmm. Sisterthebandcom Um. So I guess. Yeah. That stuff. Trying to be intentional. Yeah. That sounds so cliche. Yeah. I think everyone at the turn of the decades like I would do everything with intention. <laughs> But I'm yeah. going to try to do everything with intention. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know. That's awesome. So self-care. Yeah. All that stuff. That's awesome. That's yeah. exciting. I'm going to try to be on a podcast. Hey. Oh, my God. Already done. Check. January. Big month. Done. Big month. <laughs> Accomplishing them goals. I know, Just, right? Yeah. Well, Haley, thank you so much for doing this. This was fun. Yeah, Cool to hear you. your story. Um, where can people find you? Do you have an Instagram, website? I do. All the things. All the things. Um, Haley Ryan is my Instagram. Um, my name is spelled a little strangely, so H-A-Y-L-E-E. You'll probably see yep. it on the podcast. But, yep. Um, and then my website's HaleyRyanArt.com, and then the band is SisterTheBand.com. Perfect. And we'll put all this in the show notes below, so... So wheat. Yeah, thank you for doing this. Thank you. Yeah. We are the artists that make our cities one of a kind. We are the artists behind all the beauty, even in your home. From the architecture that defines the place where you rest to the space in between lined with fine art, handcrafted furniture, and vintage finds, there was an artist who gave you a priceless gift, a piece of themselves. It is our mission to abolish the term starving artistry. This podcast is about interviewing those who have paved the way with their successes in the arts and entertainment industry. Tune in as they give other emerging artist listeners tips to success, as well as advice in the midst of a tipping point. This podcast series will also be a platform to discover together new emerging talent from all over the world. Stay tuned and explore the next Artist Uprising. Use hashtag Artist Uprising to join the movement.